This is the podcast for the Rush Hour with Andrew Embley and Katie Lamb here at 92.9 Triple M. And, of course, here on the listener app right now, Leachy, the, uh, the anchor. We've got the producer, Robbie. We've got Maddie, the other producer. And this is what I was going to say. <laughs> Sums up the show, Just you reckon? We're all cooked. <laughs> we are all cooked. Who am I? Brains oh, are fried. No, this no is one. what happens when you do an extra week than anyone else. <laughs> wow. We've just all mentally, physically deteriorated. We you have. Be on top of your game all year, nah. Katie. Sh- <laughs> Don't wink at me. <laughs> Can't be on top of your game for some parts of the year, Katie. Yeah. <laughs> some parts, yeah. For, for like a week a year. Yeah. Um, and that's the holiday, the week we have off. Yeah. <laughs> Are we all sort of burning the candle at both ends at the moment? Is that Because I yeah. know I am right now. Mm, I know. And I'm doing a lot yeah. of things that I'm like, I well, really need to cut. it's a busy time of year, isn't exactly it? Exactly, mm. yeah. Christy, I'm yeah. going to Bali. School holidays. Get me to Bali. There's no one else yeah, that yeah. Yeah. has no, to understand what that's like. In all seriousness, parents. Oh, my. Like, they are absolute superheroes. And, like, you know, I, I'm living my best life, sure, but I don't have kids involved in it. And it's like <laughs> it would be so much worse. I know, I know. I want kids eventually. And then I hear about the stories of nah, having kids and I'm like, ugh, that's exactly. disgusting. I have to share your hot chocolate, Lisa. You'd be flat. Exactly. Oh, that'd be horrible. <laughs> Yeah. Two hot chocolates, please. Yeah. Oh, that's two for the two kids in the back. Now, admittedly, with the coffee orders this morning, I did not put my hand up for a, for a coffee or in this case Were you a hot sick chocolate. of being bullied? Pretty much, yeah. 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 So enough. I'll wow. be talking to HR later on. Yeah. So, you know, just be aware of that. I would. I can't believe these boys have bullied you. <laughs> it's tough, <laughs> isn't it? You. Who was the first person to message through, Katie Lamb? <laughs> well, yeah. who's the grown adult ordering a hot chocolate? <laughs> no, but tomorrow I'll be asking for a chocolate milkshake. Ooh. Oh, yeah, see, that's that a bit is of fun. Killer. Thank Whose you. Whose turn is it tomorrow? I think it's your turn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't have declined that so, one, mate. Yeah. So you be prepared when I rock up with a beer in hand. Love Ooh. that. That will be something. Don't you tempt won't, me. Won't I'll have, have a good time. No, you're not that getting. No, you dogs. guys are getting your normal coffees. I'll just bring a beer. <laughs> Sucked in. Anyway, um, we've had a, a, a bit of a fascinating show, but we, you know, we had some great guests on with Will we Anderson did. on. We had Damien Oliver, so it's been a packed show as well, which is coming up on the podcast. It has been, and I guess it's a weird segue when you talk about chocolate milk, but. Ember's comments oh, to Will Anderson off yuck. the back of a joke. Um, I'll just let you decide for yourself after this audio. <laughs> but I was doing a quiz recently and yeah. someone asked how many teats a cow had and I said six. It is four, by the way. Really? Uh, I've just added two in for yeah. inflation or something over the years. About as much teeth as Collingwood supporters. Hey, uh, Will, uh, I, I don't know what you were doing there, Andrew Embley. He's he he's thought he's heard teat and he said that sounds like teeth. Four and then teats are not made... many, so I'd say four teeth aren't many either. So Collingwood supporters haven't got many teeth. So I thought I'd just bring in the Collingwood teeth comment. <laughs> I, I obviously went down as a, a lead balloon. You actually hear Katie go, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> I think that was Leachy. All, 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 all both of us actually, yeah, yeah. I even even I said, "It's just what? like if you were looking at you up. guys out there in the producers' areas, going, what was that? every so single funny. time he says something that doesn't really make sense, <laughs> and then you're going to be wasting your time yeah. for a show. So that's coming up on the podcast, a whole bunch yeah. of other so things. So look forward as well. to that. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> Literally. Done. That's it. Um, I think so. We're going home. We're Fine. going for a rest. We're Bye out. Your. We're Here's the done. podcast. <laughs> from Roebuck Bay to the Road Highway, got my ice mocha from Dome Cafe, the Super Pizza Florian, in a Lou Wanneroo and Esperance too, across Albany and the Gloucester Tree, with Katie Lamb and Andrew Embley. 
from the greatest city in the world, it's time for 92.9 Triple M's Rush Hour with Andrew Embley and Katie Lamb. It's that time of year, Embers. You know, it's coming it to is. a wrap. It sure is, Katie. Uh, so, you know, we start uh, finding out what the top five most researched recipes are. The word of the year. Yeah, um, I think coronation, uh, the coronation quiche, quiche was correct. the most uh, Search Googled recipe, recipe this year. Yes. Um, but the most complained about ads of 2023 have been released, and I'll tell you what's come in at the well, top one two. thing's for sure, it wouldn't be your ad because you didn't do one, but it would have been complained about if you had of. Good one. Um, coming in at number one, the most complained about ad of 2023 was the um, OnlyFans billboard that was put yes, up in Osborne Park. That's right. WC Savage. I, I'm not sure what WC stands for, but anyway, WC Savage, that was the uh, the model. And she paid for a giant billboard to display her business of OnlyFans, uh, her OnlyFans account, alongside of a photo of herself, resulting in 350 complaints and community outrage. And about 350 car crashes as well. Well, yeah, because <laughs> I remember as well, there was a, a, a um, barcode or whatever it's called up on the Billboard. QR so what code, you ha- yeah. a QR code, that's what. And so you could scan it and it goes straight to her profile. So, I mean, smart by her, but, you know, not great for a billboard when people are driving by trying to get that QR code. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's not it's ideal. Like, why, you, you, your missus is saying, why are you uh, taking a photo of uh, that picture out there on the side of the road? <laughs> no, nothing but before, good. <laughs> yeah. no. But remember you and I were really trying to get her on our show? We were. We, and then we couldn't get on to it. I her. was trying a bit harder than you. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't get, she wouldn't come on though. Yeah, she was just like, oh, Andrew Embley is my number one subscriber. I don't need to go on your show. <laughs> um, number two was quite interesting. It was a Red Rooster ad. Yes. Now I love Red Rooster. Um, but it was an ad showing teens at a skate park, right? And yep. they were stealing fried chicken from each other. And that raised 214 concerns. Unsocial behaviour, they call it, Katie. I mean, how many Karens do we really have in Perth? If you are two hundred and fourteen Karens, thanks, Katie. About exactly. Let I mean, their kids eat their chicken. They're going past and they're stealing some chicken, and it's all a bit of fun. And we've got Karen. That is unsocial behaviour, and you're promoting stealing. It's like, so no, we're not. They weren't stealing from Red Rooster. They were stealing from their friends. From each other, yeah, exactly. They oh. were paying customers. God forbid they have a little bit of fun. At the no. skate park. Come we all steal a bit Karen. of chicken from each other every now and again, right? Yes. We do. <laughs> there you go. Okay. So anyway, great there you out, go. Katie. Top two. Awesome. Well done. Did you have anything funny you wanted to bring at the end of that? No? Yeah. Another one of your great jokes. Well, why do you keep talking, Leachy? Well. <laughs> <laughs> That's not my job. I'm just kidding. Hit the button. Oh, my gosh. A World War II veteran. His name is Hilton Douse. He's from Mandra. Hilton. He has just notched up a century on the weekend. And guess how he spent it? I reckon he would have been at the nursing home and he would have just sort of got up and just said to everybody, I've made it and you haven't. And I really do hope that you get to 100 because it's very good. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Mm. But then he went and pumped some iron at the gym. Oh, you went to the gym. He went to the gym. He went to Mandra Aquatic and Recreation Centre and he thanks them for him getting to 100 years old because he just was spending his life. He said he reckoned he had a bit of a pot belly. Um, 
Embers. Um, <laughs> I'm just looking down at my pot belly at the moment. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm hearing you, but Hilton. You, you, you have another thing in common with him because yep. he was uh, his biggest hobby was trotting horses, and he used to ride them and keep them fit. There you he go. We them. like horses. I you like Hilton. Yes. But you're thinking about it, right? He's got to a hundred, yep. right? Amazing news. But imagine you're walking to the gym, right? Getting the old ten kilo weight belt, maybe oh. five kilo, oh. dropping it on yourself and dying. Oh, God. Like, I mean, like, how did you die? Oh, Jesus, I shouldn't have gone to the bloody gym. <laughs> Hilton, you How did you die? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just went to the gym. How but, are you talking? <laughs> you, you finally got, uh, you finally carked it because you, um, it was went the weight belt. The, the smaller the weight belt that got you. Oh, you know what? This is amazing. But I will say, if I do get into my 90s and even close to 100, I respect you, Hilton, more than anything. But I don't think I'd be going to the gym. You know what I mean? That's your time. When you're old, that's your time to let loose. Go and have all of the burgers and go chips. Go and slag all the people that go to the gym. Yes. Go and get stuck the gym in and start them. heckling. God, look at you, mate. Hot I used chips. to look like that. Where's that, where's that getting you at the moment? Exactly. Hey? Go have, like, all of the beer and just, like, live your best life. Be I'm going to be so fat. You get away with it at 100. <laughs> have all the beer. How's that different to your life now? <laughs> It's time for Spinifex Santa! Visit Spinifex North Beach with panoramic ocean views, ice cold beers and incredible food. It's enough to satisfy any thirst. Nothing was more exciting than waking up on Christmas Day and coming down and seeing that Santa had been, he'd drunk some of the milk and he'd eaten some of the cookies and Rudolph had had some of the uh, carrots it was just such an exciting time of year. And this year, Spinifex beer is all going to be gone too. Yes, he's going to see that some uh, Roger Cook. Cookie. Cookie. Yeah. Was he at Spinifex yesterday or the day before? Did anyone can confirm? I didn't track I reckon, Cookie's movements. I reckon fair. he might have actually been at Spinifex Brewery just having a little bit of a tour. There okay. you go. There well, you go. that's because Spinifex beer is all the rage and we've got a carton of that up for grabs right now. William is in Quinana. Hello, Will. How's it going? No, well, we're going very well. Hey, how good would a can of Spinifex beer be just for oh, time for summer? Wake up to one of those. <laughs> oh, sure would, especially on a hot day. Christmas is always hot, by yeah. the way, so that will go down nicely. Um, all right, Will, let us know what Santa's eating, and you'll score just that. I reckon. Oh, 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 what has Santa been left tonight? What a lovely display of coloured ingredients: cheese, lettuce, tomato. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and this meat has a bit of a kick. And what is this crunchy casing? Something of a corn chip shell. <laughs> I might just add a little sour cream and guacamole on top. Gracias. <laughs> just got a feeling that William didn't need that second audio no, clue. Gracias. He's uh, he's onto it, the boy. All right, William, what's Santa eating? He's eating a taco. Yum! Yeah! Yeah, taco. Tacos. And I yeah. love Spinifex beer to go with me taco oh, too. Oh, William, a carton of Spinifex beer. That's all yours to enjoy with the fam on Christmas. You have a great Christmas me. day. Thank you. On Triple M's Rush Hour, this is Ember's All Sports Report. Hey, let's start with Perth Scorchers. Of course, their first game was... 
well, it was cancelled, really, mm. due to a very unsafe pitch. They were playing there at Alphabet Stadium in there in July. Geelong. Yeah. <laughs> and a bit of rain came. A little and... bit of rain came. They weren't really used to playing cricket at the stadium, so they go, someone get the covers out. <laughs> but, get a bunch uh, of umbrellas out, just everyone hold it over the pitch. <laughs> looks like there might be a small outcome. Yeah, at the moment, what I'm in, in hearing is that we're, we're taking a point each, um, and that's just the way it is in that scenario. So, yeah, unless something else changes, I think that's going to be the... the other way forward at the moment. So Point H, now they are back on tonight. They're playing against the Melbourne Stars. That game is at the MCG. Looks like there could be a bit of rain there too, Lynchy. Uh, Lynchy, but that's okay. Yes, that's it, close. <laughs> Forecast, uh, showers, possible thunderstorms across the afternoon and evening. So they might be, be starting to click these little one-pointers. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so they might be just on two points by the end. <laughs> Any way to try and stop the Scorchers from actually winning a BBL title. Just bring yeah. the rain. Does the MCG have a little um, roof nah. we can put over it? A little roof. <laughs> well, There's a little roof, roof down the road called Marble. Yeah. Probably could go and play yeah, there. Right. Hey, uh, now the most uh, Googled searches have been revealed for 2023. And no surprises, Sam Kerr, number one. So most Googled athletes? Gotcha. Yes, yeah. Sam Kerr, number one. Number FIFA one. World Cup, obviously. Yes. Maybe you, that little sort of dodgy calf that she got at the start of the tournament. I would have thought uh, you uh, would have Googled yourself a little bit. I clearly Did you come in tried at number two? to. <laughs> yes. No, Mary Fowler got me. So she's number two. Michael Clark. Clarky, I thought he retired years ago, Clarky. Mm. Maybe yours might have been because of this incident. Oh, was that with um, Carl? That was with Carl, yeah. They had a nice little uh, romantic dinner, the four of them. And they ended up... uh, Having a bit of a uh, how do you do in the park. God, athletes cop a lot, don't they? I mean, (laughs) apparently one in five of the women in the FIFA World Cup got online abuse. Did they really? Yeah, from across all of the the FIFA teams, one in five. Well, I don't know. But, I mean, footy players would get it all the time because as well. Because certain people are so offended by the fact that women can play sport, I'd say. But anyway. Yeah. Thank goodness there yeah. was no social media when I was playing. <laughs> oh, man. You guys would have been done. Imagine oh. if Snapchat was out in your time. Oh, My oh, Lord. No, don't start. Oh, no. Don't start. Wow. <laughs> uh, finally, a bit of NRL. I know how much you love your rugby. Yeah, big time. West Tigers. Oh, How yeah, did the they diggers. go last year? That, well, they didn't do well, did they? Clearly not good, Katie, because guess what? what? They've sacked their entire board. Oh, God. The whole board's gone. Oh, wow. <laughs> the whole board has been sacked. Like, normally one we person from the board will resign. Yeah. Okay. Maybe two might resign. Okay, after you do your six years, it's a bit of a turnover process. They've just gone, sorry, you're all out. But isn't there you're someone no good. on the board who makes that decision? So someone on the board has gone, you know what, we're all out. I'm, I'm even going myself. out. I'm, I'm not sa- good. <laughs> and if I'm going, you're all going as well. So the CEO, I think, stood everyone down and then stood down afterwards. I think that's what the producer says. saying. That's hilarious. Yeah, well, anyway. So um, good anyway, luck to them. A few jobs going if you're looking then for over a job, the Tigers. Um, yeah, there you go. Uh, the West Tigers are advertising. Good redundancy package. Is that what was going on? Jeez, it might have to be. (laughs) When we aren't doing brekkie filling, Katie, as you know, uh, we are the only live and local drive show in Perth during the week. Correct. Which makes sense, Katie, that we have a drive car together. 
Absolutely. Like, like a, a car that we can actually promote. Yes, correct. We've been talking about this for a long time. We have. So a few weeks ago, I thought I'd go and sit down with a dealership, right, and uh, and pitch an idea about how you could come on board, support Chambers and Katie, and we could potentially get a car for 2023. <laughs> what you're saying is you need a car. That's exactly right. <laughs> now, it went really well. Oh, great. Very um, walked away from it. So he said, listen, send an email, follow up, and I'll uh, I'll, I'll get back to you. So Mm. sent a really great email. A few little options there, A, B, and C. You know, we work with you, you work with us, right? And after a couple of days, I just followed up just to make sure he got the email. But no reply. So I sent him a text message. No reply. So I phoned him. Yeah. Make sure I had the right number. Have a buzz. Still no reply. Oh, God. I am hassling the salesman. Hang on. This is role reversal. Yes. My last message was, I want to buy a car off you (laughs) if you can sell it to me. I'll buy any car. He won't reply back to me. What do you mean? This is a salesperson's dream, especially car salesmen. If anyone's out there that's got a dealership, I want to buy a car. If anyone (laughs) wants to sell me a car, I'm happy to buy it, right? You're literally being like, mate, I will buy any car. I'll pay double. He's going home to his wife being like, oh, God, this guy wants to buy a car. I've been in sales before, (laughs) right? Uh, Listen, I wasn't very good at it. My mate Dan, very good. He could sell ice to the Eskimos, right? He used to always say, Embers, you've got to close the deal. You've got to close the deal. I I couldn't close a fridge door. You're trying your best. I am doing my absolute best. But anyway, if anyone's out there that wants to sell embers a car, right? <laughs> I, you know what? Even if you want to get us on board for 2023, like, you know, we don't, we don't, or 24, yeah, yeah, we don't need a brand new Range Rover. We'll have the, the model down oh, or we'll anything do. we'll like that. We'll have an Aston Martin. That's fine. Like, we'll, you know, nothing too big. But listen, I am actually out there looking to buy a car. So if anyone can help me, um, if anyone, please even uh, get in uh, contact with me. Yes, Embers <laughs> needs a car. I didn't realise that this was going to turn into buy, swap, and sell all of a sudden. But there well, we go. We're asking for your dumb injuries. Well, doctors have issued a warning over holding in a sneeze after a man tears a hole in his throat. <laughs> From sneezing. From sneezing. <laughs> it's an uh, like a 0.08 inch hole in his windpipe. And I will say that this is not the the only injury that's come out of that. So um, my niece, she has a lot of trouble sleeping because she's got a neurological disorder. So when she sleeps, everybody is quiet as a mouse. You do not move a muscle. You do not wake that child up, right? Yeah. So we're all in the house together and dad, one of dad's sneezes was coming on and oh, we've no. looked at him like, if Holy you dare. Holy if you dare make God. a nose and wake up this child, you and so more he's than gone a hole in your throat. Exactly. So dad's gone. <laughs> so he's held it in. No word of lies. Put his neck out. Dad put his neck out. He has never been the same since. I reckon. <laughs> so, that's exactly. Like, what that's, that's talking what about on one triple three five three. Those dumb injuries. Now that's dumb, but um, I tell you. This one will have to uh, be one of the dumbest. Uh, listen to this, Katie, over in the United States of America. Woman shot in butt in butt after sliding into MRI machine with a loaded firearm. Why? So, Only in America, by the that way, That said, um, you know what, uh, make sure you're wearing any jewellery. She said, no, no. That's right. You didn't mention anything about the pistol in my pocket. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> right, sorry. I, yeah, I'm not, I, I don't have a pacemaker. That. Um, so she's gone in there and <laughs> the machine's magnet, uh, it sort of it got grabbed yeah, and uh, triggered. triggered off and yeah. uh, she shot herself in the butt. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot about the, the pistol. Sorry, yeah, in, right. in my yeah, back pocket. Yeah. Yes, no phone, no yeah, jewellery, but the pistol. Watch is Gone, the, the Got you on gone, a technicality but, there, mate. Uh, you, you didn't, didn't mention anything about the uh, the the bullets, the Golden Eagle three oh seven. I carried around with me all the.
the time because I'm American. <laughs> yeah, and so exactly. therefore, I didn't realise Exactly. That. Oh, I shot herself in the bum. Amy is in Maddington. Hello, Amy. Hello. How are you going? Yeah, good, Amy. Tell us about those dumb injuries. Okay. So I bought a new hairbrush oh, six, seven years ago. And I thought to myself, I need to remove the cable tie because it's got the sharp bit that gets cut off. Yep. I used a steak knife and it ended up in my hand. <gasps> oh, jeez. Oh, Stabbing Amy. yourself in your hand, Amy. Do much damage? Um, no, surprisingly not. I've got very, well, not very fat hands, but enough that <laughs> it must have protected me. Um, so all I needed was stitches on the outside, but... I didn't want to stab myself with a cable tie, so I stabbed myself with a steak knife instead. Oh, <laughs> oh, maybe use I mean, a blunt knife next time. Yeah, <laughs> I think I would have uh, taken the, the cable yeah, I think tie. I will. <laughs> yeah. Very good. My That's God. exactly I think what we're so. talking next, about. Hindsight's a beautiful thing. Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> Natalie's from Karen Up. G'day, Natalie. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, Nat. Good. Really well. What's your dumb injury? Uh, well, I was a mum with a young baby at the time and I was pureeing up some meat for him for her baby food. Yep. And usually when I use the hand stick blender, I would, you know, turn it off, unplug it, scrape out the residue with a spoon, all good. Course. This time, sleep deprived, didn't do that. Um, <laughs> turned it off, but I used my finger to scrape out the residue and with my other hand, involuntarily pressed the button. Oh, Natalie. Whipped up my finger, ah. macerated my finger completely. Ouch. And... You know, thinking of nothing of it, blood going everywhere. Uh, my other kid coming in saying, I'll get you a Band-Aid, Mum. And oh, my husband saying, you're all right? I'm like, you know, I'm good. We'll be fine. I wrapped it up and thought I'll be fine. And then the next day, Mum go, Mum saw me and said, you need to get to a hospital. And yeah. so I went to the doctor and she said, mate, you have completely macerated your finger. Oh. You need to go to emergency right now. So I had to go to emergency and have like, like plastic surgery done to... Fixed the finger, but that was like 24 hours later because I was just a mum with other priorities. That just shows mums are literally (laughs) superhuman. They are just continue being mums without knowing that they're they're without finger. Like not the smartest moment in my life when I went to work before I'd been to the hospital and I was like busy at work, going, "What is going on?" Oh, Um, Natalie, I appreciate the kids' support. Um, Mum, just get a band aid. Yeah, no, no, I need a new digit. Actually, I I really appreciate it. I need more than the band aid. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, But you know. Stitches, I've still got uh, limited sensation in that finger, but, you know, that's okay. It's only going to be Oh, gosh. That's right. You've got nine others. I appreciate your call, (laughs) Natalie. Uh, Stuart's from Bakers Hill. G'day, Stewie. Good morning, crew. How are we? Yeah, really well, Stu. What's your dumb injury? Oh, we had had Australia Day at the farm. As you know, you know, a few frothy pots to be had. Yeah, of course. And um, we're swimming around, jumping off the roof of the house into the pool, and um, the mate Tim goes, oh, you want to put this uh, roast on the on the spit, mate? I said, yeah. He goes, we're having dramas getting the shaft through the middle of it. I said, oh, here, I'll hold the roast and you push the shaft through. Oh, no, and, no, 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 no. And we've had a few uh, beers, obviously. And you know on those big sort of rotisseries, they got those four prongs on the yes, outside. Yes, I to do the roast know well. Oh, well, we've pushed and pushed and then we finally got through the spit. And then the uh, four prongs, well, two of them went straight through my hand. No! <laughs> so it was, it was Australia Day. We'll, we'll mid... <laughs> and he goes, mate, do we really need to have to go to the hospital? I said, look, I'll suck it up. <laughs> and um, so we just sort of taped up my hand for the day. And, yeah. How uh, many? Uh, how many uh, Tindy Irwins deep were you? <laughs> um, well, I was bothering on about number ten. Yeah. Oh yeah, so there just, we there you go. Just slowly started <laughs> to get into the day. Yeah, yeah, he didn't yeah, feel it. Yeah, we'll yeah. be right. Oh, yeah, no, Stuart. Yeah. Did you need surgery on the hand? 
No, it sort of closed up overnight. I don't know how, but um, yeah, the hand had its own heartbeat for about a week. Oh, oh, yeah, up. it's not rotisserie ham, it's rotisserie ham. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to find Perth's smartest suburb. How good is Perth? North versus South. Battle of the Burbs. It is one apiece, Andrew Embley. North one, south one. We are off to a flying start. Starting to get to the business end of the week, Katie. South were terrible last week, but that's fine. That year, that is done. That's finished. It's all over. It's nothing but a memory. now, their opportunity to be able to bounce back. They got off to a great start yesterday. They sure did. So, Brad is from Bicton. He is representing the South. Hello, Brad. G'day, Katie. How are you going, guys? Hey, hey Brad. Uh, my understanding is that you have lived in the north before. Now you into the south? <gasps> yeah, just changed over recently. So um, been there for six months, so we'll see if it pays off okay. or not. So Traitor. you've crossed the border, Brad. We have, yeah. Are you okay? Are we liking it in the south? Are we smarter in the south? I'm feeling smarter, but I don't right. know. We'll, we'll, we'll see you today. It's All right. <laughs> well, Brad, you're taking on Michael from Midland. G'day, Michael. Good morning. Hello, yeah, Michael. Michael. You're uh, you're middling at the moment, but you've been in the Bassendine Bayswater area as well. That's correct. It's uh, us in the old uh, stomping grounds when I grew up. So is it Basso with an S or is it Bazo? Oh, Bazo is in Bassendine. Thank you very oh, much, so Michael. So with Zeds. <laughs> yes. You see, Michael's a true boy, Bazo boy. See, we need to stress this because a lot of our Russia listeners will oh, know sorry, about yeah. this over the last couple of weeks, but we've had this ongoing feud about do you say Basso or Bazo as the shortened form of Bass You would just think Bass and Dean with S's, it Embers. would be Basso. Embers. I say it's Bazo, mm. and Michael, so Michael also says there's right. Bazo. Okay. Fascinating. Calm down. All right, so, Brad, your buzzer is south. Michael, your buzzer is north. It is one all right now. First to two points gets the win and a point on the board for their side of the river as we get into question number one. All right. This is an audio clue. Sasha Baron Cohen plays Borat. Which Perth starlet is he married to? North. North. Ole Fisher. Yeah. Ole Fisher. Didn't even need the audio clue. It was just uh, straight out. It was so quick, so fast. It's good because we didn't have one. All right. Um, North. Well done. <laughs> Admittedly, I don't even have the questions in front of me, so there you go. Okay. <laughs> Question number two, gentlemen. Spell Joondalup. South. North. South. 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 J-O-O-N-D-A-L-U-P. They're on the board. <laughs> they are on the board. Oh. It is one apiece. All right, this is it. It all comes down to this. <sighs> okay. <clears throat> True or false? The Australian Ad Standards Board has released its list of most complained about ads for 2023. Which notorious Perth billboard topped the list? True or false? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, what? Lol. Who is writing the questions today? Sorry. Uh, (laughs) What are you doing? They're trying to set us up. Okay. So, true or false, false. the only fans billboard in Osborne Park. Complained the most, was the most complained about ad, true or false? North. North, North by a whisker. Off. All right. I'm going to go true. That's a win. Oh! 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 Congratulations, North. 
I mean, I, you know what? If I'm south, I'm stiff at the moment. I thought the oh, questioning today the was questioning horrible. questioning was terrible. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Very, very flat. Yeah, no, no so you should flat. be flat. Yeah, Caddy Lamb well, should be flat well, too. Well producer should be flat. I Everyone right now. I think the producers need to find a prize for Brad just quietly. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. I apologise, guys. Um, when I wrote the questions, I forgot to take true or false out oh, from yesterday. So yes, it was actually right. a question. Lazy. It was Lazy. that uh, with we'll question one, two, with the audio clue that was no audio. Did you forget to take what? that one out too? Uh, no, Leach, you had the audio, but you should probably read the questions before you go to air as well. Guys. <laughs> oh, oh, the point, I should have the questions in front of me as well. Oh, it's just uh, been an absolute garbage show. Please um, give Brad a prize. Yeah, please. Thanks, uh, Thank Michael, you. Michael, though, from Midland, you have put North 2-1. Uh, Brad in Bicton. Uh, yeah, Robbie's going to find you a prize. So is Matt. So Thanks, all mate. is good, guys. Well done. Uh, Battle of the Burbs returns tomorrow. Hopefully not a shambles like today. <laughs> Let's bring this guy in. He writes, he hosts, he's a funny bloke. He's Will Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lovely open there. That was a great open, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. a great song. Hey, Will. <sighs> <laughs> Whose intro was I going to get? Uh, you were getting your know. intro. It was know. just a different intro for some reason. I don't know. Well, anyway, it's too early in the no, morning for right. us. I like, so I like to have me. several intros. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why, what, what is this theory, too? That, like, what, breakfast gets a holiday, but the rush hour just gets, oh what, God. moved earlier in the day? Thank you, you so work. much. Can you talk to our boss about it? It's like we're oh. still on our training wheels, apparently, and we just need to get the hours up. I mean, that feels harder. Oh. It feels like they've taken you to a tougher slot like for the holiday it's like a holiday in Cambodia or something this is like an adventure holiday you every single at. team around the country is done including the regional teams here and suddenly the rush hour in the mornings at the moment we're working all the way through to Christmas but we don't complain do we we don't complain no of course not no of course well apart from this bit where we're definitely complaining there's yeah. 100 I'm not complaining I mean when you do a TV show that runs up towards Christmas you yeah. get to know when everybody goes on their holidays and one by one you're like oh you've got a good contract end of November yeah. oh, first week of December that's not a bad contract and then I'm like oh rush hour you've been moved to breakfast okay get a better lawyer hey, uh, well Christmas is just around the corner now what are your plans for it so I'm from the country I'm like I grew up in a tiny little place called Denison in country Victoria so I'm going to go back for the family Christmas to the farm and do the proper family Christmas to the farm which means I will get the traditional family Christmas greeting from my farmer dad and my farmer brother which is do you want to come and milk the cows tomorrow morning <laughs> <laughs> and I have <laughs> been saying it for 30 years. I think there was probably a time in the first 10 years that I would have known how to still milk the cows, but I was doing a quiz recently and yeah. someone asked how many teats a cow had and I said six. It is four, by the way. Really? Uh, I've just added two in for yeah. inflation or something over the years. Or I the Anderson that. family farm had a couple of extra teats, chocolate milk. <laughs> <laughs> Top Google searches have been revealed and no surprise there that Sam Kerr features at number one. I mean, this is the great thing about Sam Kerr though, right? Like the Aussiest performance of all time because literally had a smoke over the first three quarters of the tournament. She did, yes. Like didn't even play. Very Aussie. Took a knee, <laughs> let everyone else do all the hard yeah. work, rolled in in the yeah. final, kicked a big goal and she's the number one Google search for the year. <laughs> Stephen Bradbury moment, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, you guys just do all the hard work, right? And you just fall over the front, I'll just come in and have the glory at the end. <laughs> I also like the uh, top recipes that have been searched and number one came in at the uh, Coronation mm. Quiche and I remember there was a shortage 
of eggs as well. So that's very interesting. I mean, I would have thought it would have been mushroom beef Wellington, honestly, because <laughs> if you've managed if you've managed to serve someone a recipe three times and they've got sick enough that they thought they were dying, yet they're still coming back to eat it again. That's got to be the tastiest beef Wellington. I really want to give it another go. Like, if, you food, if you got food poisoning at the same KFC three times in a row, you wouldn't be like, you know, where we should go for dinner tonight? Let's get a bucket. Hey, Embers, if I was to just say to you yes. what the word riz means, do you know what that means? Riz? Oh, well, I know what it <laughs> I'm not going to say what it rhymes with, but now what does Riz mean? <laughs> it's the word of the year, Riz. Oh, Riz. Well. well, it's one of the words of the year, Riz. Mm. Mm. It's not the only word of the year, as we've d- soon discovered, because there's also Cozy Lives and there's also Authentic and there's also Matilda. And it turns out that every dictionary has a new word of the year. Like oh every God. single one decides we're going to put a new word in because it's a publicity thing. What would be your word of the year? If you had to nominate one word of the year, what would you think the word that describes 2023 is? Uh, for me, it would be embolisms because uh, I work <laughs> with Andrew Embley and he speaks his, in his own language um, and we call them embolisms. I mean, big book of that's embolisms. perfect. Yeah, that is a, yeah. a rush hour word of the year, <laughs> embolisms. I uh, yeah. was speaking to uh, Carl on the Today Show and I was talking about unprecedented <laughs> times and unfortunately, Unfortunately, I threw a few stutters in the unprecedented times, which just seems to yeah grow on legs right now. Oh, mate, I actually I did hear that. It felt like you were trying to send a message in Morse code. Yeah, that's right. His Ember's okay. He had a stroke. He's never okay when he sounds like this. West Coast at the moment going through unprecedented times. It's very good, Ember's. Question everything back on TV tonight for the final episode of the year. ABC and ABC iView, 8.30pm tonight. And uh, we're saying goodbye to the Queensland Premier in Anastasia Palaszczuk. Uh, Will, um, that's sad that Anastasia Palaszczuk is leaving. I think the saddest thing of all is that you didn't get embers to try to pronounce Anastasia Palaszczuk. Well, that's Palaszczuk exactly what was going to be it. my next question to you. I said, listen, the Queensland Premier has resigned, and thank goodness too, because I actually don't have to say her name anymore. <laughs> like, without looking at your sheet, spell her name. What, what's, what's, what is her name? <laughs> Anastasia Palaszczuk. Anastasia Palaszczuk. Spell it. Go right, uh, Palaszczuk. Yeah. Wow, sounds yeah. like some country over, um, over in the other side of the world. Well, Palestine. Mm. Yeah, All right, you're going to get yourself in trouble I'm, now. I'm, I'm, I'm staying well away from that. Uh, yeah, well, we've got Marky Mark, right, uh, the boy from Rockingham who built the big wall and uh, didn't let anyone in. And now that he's got the wall down, everyone can come back in. He's actually left Rockingham. He's out of the Rockingham now, the place where he made home for so long. And clearly he's got a couple of bucks in the bank and he's uh, moved to uh, some of the, the more wealthier suburbs here in Perth. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Well, do you think Palaszczuk might be coming over? Is this the? Is this what you're suggesting? Well, is this maybe. like a retired well, premier's kind of? I hope not, because as I said, I don't want to pronounce a name or anything like that, uh, Mrs. Ex Premier. Well, pronouncing it is Perth. fine. Spelling it is difficult. I mean, Embers, I basically, spell... because Palaszczuk's. Palaszczuk is easier to say, but if yep. you look at her name written down on a piece of paper, it looks like somebody collapsed on their keyboard and just bashed their head <laughs> in a random keys and went, that's how I spell my name. S-Z-C-C. Like, it looks like an internet password that's supplied by a company. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you, talk, if you put her last name into a, you know your password, like, and they say to you, "Listen, sorry, I haven't got enough letters," or like, you'd be going, "Come on, like, like, how can I not get this right?" Hey, um, well, this week the news bullies Aussie kids. What's that all about? Yeah, we're dumb. Australian kids are dumb. <laughs> Our kids in Australia are dumb. 
They've done all the tests and they're bloody dummies. But we've got some good news. Everyone else is dumber. We've actually gone up the world rankings. Our kids have got dumber on statistics, but everyone else has got dumber quicker. And so we have Forrest Gumped it up towards the top and we're sitting pretty as some of the smartest kids in the world. Asterix. By comparison. <laughs> so, this, uh, <laughs> it, it actually might not just be the kids that are dumb because um, uh, you know, another report that I did here was that three-quarter of Aussies uh, will be willing to give up the booze this Christmas because of the flies. No way, I won't be. I'll be drinking more. Well, you must be in that one quarter, <laughs> and I think I'm in that one quarter too. Well, the other thing is that they think that um, they, the beer might attract mosquitoes. Have you heard this? That if you have alcohol in your blood, you're more susceptible to mosquitoes biting That's you. Is the latest thing I get in my well. complaining, Katie. I always you're... have. I literally have mozzie bites in the back of my leg right now, but I don't. Mm. Yeah, put beer on the back of my leg. Yeah. So. I, thought, yeah I thought she was coming in with all mozzie bites on her neck, but I think they were just hickeys from the hippie club on the weekend. The hickey club? The hickey club. <laughs> oh, dear. I need to bring this train back home. Uh, Will Anderson on Question Everything tonight, ABC and ABC iView, 8.30pm, the final se- uh, final episode of the season, which has been an absolute ripper, Will. Thanks very much for joining us this morning on the Rush Hour. Brecky, fill in. Have a great Christmas. Thanks, Will. Thanks, Will. My pleasure. Have a great Christmas. Dob someone in for Santa's naughty list. Oh, it could be a family member, it could be a friend, it could be someone from the gym, someone from work. Your chance just to have a dob. Uh, would you like to dob anyone oh, well, on the actually, naughty list? I'm going to dob in Luke Shuey. Okay. Well, on Friday night, we had our work Christmas party, yes. all right, and his wife, Danny, was there. And Luke was supposed to pick up Danny around 9, 9.30, Okay. Then Luke called, said, listen, he's had a couple of coldies. He's decided to stay out with the boys. And Danny had to make her own way home. So Embers goes, okay, Danny, I'll take you home. So I had to take Danny Shuey home because Luke couldn't be bothered. Okay, so um, that's actually quite funny because I was going to dob you on the naughty list for (laughs) bullying me and making me, forcing me to dress as Sandy just so you could go as Danny Zuko from Greece. I had to dress as Sandy. I got the wig, I got the hoop earrings, I got the whole kit and caboodle together only for you to bail early and not come to the hippie because you had to take Luke Shuey's one home. That's exactly right. So we're all blaming Luke Shuey. I had to lead to take Danny home. Oh. Right? I would have loved to stay well, in the hippie club. Why can't she get an Uber by herself like a normal say, adult? Can she get, um, what about the wig? <laughs> the wig that uh, you had never came home either. Exactly. Hippie club. That has just gone missing in the Bermuda Triangle. That is so the now you've got no wig and no rig. Unbelievable. Cheeky. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would also like to dub you on again for being mean about my rig. Yes. <laughs> Correct. So one triple three five three. It is time to dob someone in. For Santa's naughty list, I mean, look, people this time of year, it's fair to say that there's some dumb people. So anyone that are like apprentices, workmates, you might want to dob in your boss. Well, I'd dob in my boss yeah, for the naughty list partner, for your kids, uh, making us kids. work an extra week. Yeah, and what, <laughs> why don't blame the teachers out there for sending the kids home too early? The more you pay, the less they go. They should still be at school, these kids. (laughs) All year round. That's that's (laughs) such a 6PR sort of rant right there. Uh, Clarko's in Wanneroo. Hello. Oh. oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no Embers. No, no. Clarko. Embers, it's on? you. It's oh. you. 
You're on the naughty list. Oh, yes, Parco, tell us why. Tell me I'll more. tell you why. I will. I'll tell you why because yeah. you keep commenting on Collingwood supporters' teeth. <laughs> oh, no. Now, we all know where you work, Embers. Yeah. We know exactly where you work. <laughs> you might not end up on the naughty list, but you could end up in a dark laneway one yeah, night. Yeah, no, good point, Clarko. <laughs> but one thing is, like, there are so many Collingwood supporters, so if you actually put all their teeth together, you actually might get a full oh, set. Gosh. I've got a full set yeah, of teeth, but- and I'm a Collingwood supporter. <laughs> Yeah, we got a full. We got plenty of full sets. We take them out of Eagles supporters' mouths. <laughs> oh, can I just say I was barracking very, very hard for the Pies in this year's pies. grand final. I was one of the few West Coast supporters probably barracking for them. But uh, I love no, the Dacos we, we did family. The love. So I'm on the bandwagon. <laughs> yeah, all right. Then you're maybe not on the naughty. Maybe. <laughs> no, no, he definitely is. Hundred percent, Clarko. We're putting him on our naughty list. That's for sure. Emma's, you know how you always have gotten your wife. Katie, um, sort of like a, a coupon that she can cash in. So I do, yes. For a uh, birthday, you you make a card and then you say uh, two flights to Bar- bit of cut to Bali. Paste, exactly right. I'll, um, I'll cut something out and I'll uh, put a nice little uh, bit of paper on A4 and I'll say, this voucher entitles you to a trip. To Bali. And then she can sort of cash it in. At any time. At any time. Which she tried to do uh, recently, but um, the voucher that I gave her was for three years ago, so it expired. Oh, it expired already. Yes. So you don't yes. actually purchase anything. You just no, write on a sheet of paper. No, it very good on her birthday when she knows that she's going to Bali for her birthday. And you and you put in your own expiry date, do you? Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I'm saying is if you haven't organised um, one of your very amazing coupons, yes. um, Jetstar have a sale starting tonight, which yeah. has flights from Perth to Bali for only $145. $145. Yeah. Bucks. You can go to Bali for $145 and next year they're getting rid of the $50 tax too. Oh, you're basically making money. My goodness. Uh, it's between four Feb and March. So um, if anyone has is yet to do their Christmas shopping, um, just jump on sale. Jetstar sale tonight. Yeah, go 145 bucks. How all, good. All different dates as well. There's um, one Bali, Perth to Bali uh, flight here saying anywhere between the 3rd of March and the 10th of June. Oh. Well, there you go. For 145 $145. Have you done all your shopping, by the way? For Christmas? Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, for Easter next year. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> Not quite. No, what but I'm getting mean? there. I'm, I'm not too far away from completing it all. Who are you going to shop for? Everyone. <laughs> well, in that case. I'm going to start today. Yeah, right. In that case, you've got a lot of work to do. Oh, my God. So many no. children to buy for. Yes. Hey, uh, One don't, of those little vouchers. Don't forget, uh, Katie Lamb every Wednesday uh, drops a new episode of the Perth Analities podcast, oh. which has already gone up with Mackenzie Burgoyne. Tell us a quick thing about Mackenzie. Oh, Macca. Well, he set the new Cape to Cape record uh, this year. He mm. wants to climb Everest. He oh. wants to set the new record for the Bibbleman track. He's just one of those people who always try and, like, achieve greatness. And I'm like, you know what? He's fit. Just have a he's rest. fast. He is incredible. So, so very those, inspirational, very, like, amazing mindset. Yeah. Those sort of people that are just defensively good at everything. Just, like, yeah, overachievers. I'm like, you know what? You can go to Stop. sleep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just have a rest. Go to sleep. Um, so that's on the listener app right now, L-I-S-T-N-R. And just quickly, some information I've just heard. If you're a WWE fan, of course, Elimination Chamber is coming to Perth in February next year. Yes. We have two 
massive, massive guests coming in on Friday for our final show. What? Huge, massive WWE superstars wow. coming in. I didn't, I didn't actually know oh, that. My goodness. Well, I'm here. You ever been body you... slam before, Katie? <laughs> Oh, I don't. I don't, I'd love to be I, I don't think we've got the OH&S uh, pass on that one. So we will. <laughs> Triple M's Rush Hour with Embers and Katie.